The views and opinions expressed on From the Mouths of Madness are that of the panel and not of the Geeks Under the Influence Network or their sponsors, Amazon.com and TeePublic.com. Listeners, beware. Coming straight from the Mouths of Madness, I am one of the hosts, Lowdown. With me, as always, is... Would you like to play a game? Oh, sorry. Um, fuck you, Hunter. What's up, bitches? No, fuck you, Hunter. <laughs> fuck you. Would fuck you like you. to play a game? Fuck you. No, this was like, uh, would you like to play a game? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I'm sorry. Would you like, would you like to play a game? Hello. Would you like to play a game? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to murder you. <laughs> if he had added like a snort, it would have been at least funnier. It's like, <laughs> would you like to play a game? It was, almost, <laughs> it was almost like Siri or one of those, like, you know, like, hi. Would you like to play a game? It was, <laughs> where would you like to play the game? Ooh. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Now, if you haven't guessed it, tonight on the Chopping Block, we're going to be talking about the 2021 Spiral. Well, 2020 Spiral. Fuck that. Like, it came out this year. It was yeah. ready to come out last year. It was ready last year. It so. was ready last year. So, 2020 Spiral. And, uh, yeah. So, mm. all right. I'm going to start off the bat with saying that compared to anything that pretty much, I'll give it to three. Compared to any, it's about comparable to, it's like on the level of three, because pretty much after three, they were just unwatchable. Yeah. The storyline went completely bonkers. It was just ridiculous. It was pulling the straws. Well, I've said uh, several times on this podcast how after a while they started inventing more flashbacks on top of the flashbacks. Just to add. Where the last one had like Carrie Ellis' character who was in the background. You're like, why the fuck is he here? The dude fucking chopped his like, yeah. like he he shouldn't be in this the last movie. No, no, he, sh- he should just pop up. But hey, he was big at the it was time. Just desperation. He was big at the time. He got well. He had, uh, had a resurgence a little bit. So it was like, oh fuck, we can throw him in there. Like people know who he is now it again. Was, yeah, just desperation. When you have a movie that after the third one, all you do is keep showing flashbacks on flashbacks. After a while, people just don't fucking care. So yeah, this exactly. was a new approach where they said, all right, <laughs> no, we're not going to do more flashbacks. We're going to acknowledge. The Jigsaw Killer, you know, as something in the past, as a copycat scenario. And, all right. And that that was, so starting out, that was a good step to take. Yes. Starting out. And uh, before we get too much into the actual movie, we will, uh, I guess we could talk about the director who is uh, Darren Lynn Bousman. Bousman? Bousman? Bozeman? Bose? I don't know. B-O-U-S-M-A-N. We'll call him the Bose. We'll the Bose. Yeah. So the Bose has also done one of the shorts for Tales of Halloween. He did uh, some other shit. Um, what else did he do? Saw 2. Saw, oh, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. right. Saw 2. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He had a little experience with that, so. <laughs> yeah. Which I will say, of the series, I enjoy the first Saw and the second Saw, and then you don't really have to- Like I said, the third one isn't really remarkable, but it is, you know, uh, better than the other eight. Or whatever. How oh yeah, they, many. they keep going down. Oh and, Jesus, it's and terrible. they keep asking rock star people like the dude from Lincoln Park to be in there, <laughs> yeah, folks. Like that's although that, that scene was pretty rad though. It was, but it's just like, <laughs> yeah. all right, what? Like, uh, I know you don't want to come see Saul, but do you want to see the lead singer of Lincoln Park get tortured? You're like, uh, that does sweeten the deal a little bit. Yeah, but, yeah. Well, well I still uh, don't want to see your shit. I don't movie. know. Uh, R.I.P. Chester. Come on, man. He, he killed himself a couple years ago. That's that. <laughs> nothing to do with that fucking movie though right that's true it's tragic what happened to him after the fact but at the time saying that was getting to watch him die lincoln uh, park and they he was in the movie to get killed i mean yeah fair i'm just saying that's where the producers were getting that desperate where they're like 
uh, we'll find somebody that you know that we could kill and yeah. you'll like us again, right? Like, yeah, no, yeah. that's not how that works. So that's pretty much all I care about the director. Yeah, so he well, I do want to throw up one movie because I know it's got yeah, a big call it? following. Uh, Repo, Janet Opera. Yep. Oh, that, fuck you. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. And I know there's a lot yeah, of people good. that. Not Repo, Janet That's fucking hilarious. Yeah. It's awesome. For a horror musical. Yeah. So you're big. Well, okay. The real big star in this movie is Samuel Jackson. He's oh, like the. Bad motherfucker. He's a bad motherfucker. Yeah. And then. Playing his we, son. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and then playing his son, we've got Chris Rock, who. Man, uh, like it was a complete different Chris Rock from pretty much anything we've ever seen. He just was like, it was Chris Rock doing. It was like Chris Rock doing a stand up, but he didn't smile at all. He like he wasn't enjoying it or having fun. Yeah, it was like the angry part of his stand up. But like every opportunity he had, he was doing bits throughout the movie to the point they're walking to the crime scene where they're investigating a cop's been murdered. Mm. And he's like, you know, you bitch, you know, your woman's cheating on you. And like, and goes into this whole act as they're walking to the crime See, scene. I didn't take, I, like, I didn't view that as him doing an act. Really? The, this could be cop, like, buddy, he didn't buddy want, cop moment. He didn't want a partner. What made you think the first real scene they have together, he's going to buddy up to him? Well, I did. Were you already negative about Chris Rock doing a comedic bit instead of being serious before yeah, you watch well, the scene? Well, the very first scene we see him in when he's undercover, he goes into this whole spiel about you know there being no Forrest Gump two and stuff like that. Yeah, and the that only made part, sense, of, but the only part of that scene is literally him getting off some zingers. But that made sense because he's undercover and he's keeping him talking, not questioning. They're getting ready. Like, look at the scene, dude. Don't pay attention to the actor. Yeah, I'm. I'm sorry. Like, those aren't those aren't like legitimate issues with his with his role what, not at that point else, not at this what, point what else did chris rock provide to this role the only that, thing that you couldn't have gotten he brought he, a he, stronger he, actor in. you could have got I, I didn't say you could have gotten a stronger actor but what he provided was the axis around which the story the center of the spiral he was the center right. of the spiral but you could have done it with anybody i could i could True. i could give you five other actors you well, could he, have thrown he, in. he was the executive only, producer so the uh, oh that's, that's that, that he was like work, i'm gonna act i'm gonna act in this yeah, I'm uh, uh, I'll, I'll give you the money but mm -hmm. you need a lead in this and oh it, hey it, i'm it, available it, i'm yeah. just saying the only thing he adds to it is these little in between scenes where he's you know he's telling jokes see i, I didn't laugh at anyone because i didn't view it as him telling jokes See, that's 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 even worse. That's no. not helping. That's not helping the case at all. By the way, oh, it's helping my case because I took it was supposed to be as a serious acting. You couldn't get your head out of your ass enough to see him as not doing comedic role. Well, but I didn't think he did a good job in general. Well, okay, that it. not doing a good job in general is different than saying that he was trying to do comedic bits and that was his main goal. But then, what do you need him for? Because look, look uh, every other comedian is stretching his wings. I not just all of them saw him, him park, in Fargo, the last season of Fargo. He was good. Oh, he was great in that. And you know what? That's pro actually that's probably why they wanted to give him the the chance to do the main role because he was uh, a main character you in that. Yeah, look at the timing, man. The, the, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not no, saying this, oh, look, this... I'm not saying we couldn't have gotten a better actor. I'm saying for him doing it, I did not go into it thinking every time he was doing something that could have been funny, it had it been delivered differently. I think that like when he did the spiel about his wife, he was literally just went into how like he was he got divorced, found his wife cheating on him. He even says it fucking hurts. Like he's in pain and he's bitter and he's cynical. So when he was saying all that, I took it from a cynical, bitter perspective, not a comedic perspective. I actually let myself look into what the character said he was just going through and try to at least interpret to, interpret him as the character he's trying to portray. Could we have gotten a better actor to portray that? Fuck yes. Yeah, that's but, that's my whole point. Well, no, your whole but you can't shit on what he did do. I just didn't think he did a good like, job. So by saying that he was trying to be funny. 
No, I was saying that's the only thing. But he wasn't that doing he that. Added, but he didn't add that. Dude, if you watch that, I just brought up the Forrest Gump conversation with well, the we guy. We already said that he was setting up for the a, conversation a bank robbery. With but there's there's things here and there where it's a portion of a stand-up. And that's the only thing that if you had had another actor, you wouldn't have had. And I think it would have been kind of hard to him to separate himself so much because some of those, some of the dialogue, the, his, I think that's just his delivery. Because he even in, even in Fargo, he does that like spitfire when he's angry at certain points. He does, but he doesn't have, he's not kidding around with people the way he does in this movie. I don't, I just don't think he's kidding I around. I say this though. Like when he goes I off do, on the police, on the police officers. I do love that his interaction with Samuel Jackson, his dad, and his dad fucking zings the shit out of him. See, uh, that, no, okay, that scene, I would say that's banter, but that's father and son yeah. banter. But that's, that the was, same, that's the same acceptable banter as if you're in the middle of doing undercover job highs trying to deter but you, that's the only time where I was like, "All right, I'm enjoying this interaction." Okay. So now, everything else, me, everything me, else just seemed forced, in my opinion. Okay. Well, that okay. So you're bouncing around. Like you were saying, he was trying to be comedic, or is he trying? He was trying to be forced. Which one is it? I'm saying because of who they cast in the role, that these in between scenes of the heavy, you know, like realization on different people being murdered, that well, they want to give it a little, like they want to make this saw a little more fun, which hmm. is the best way I can put it. Because again. What else did he bring to the role? He said maybe they saw him in Fargo and saw he could do serious roles. Maybe I. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know the time. And I'm not trying this. to like. I don't think Chris Rock's an amazing actor. I'm not trying to film that <laughs> in that way. I'm just trying to like legitimize to saying he did like didn't do good even though they cast him. Like we could have gotten someone better, but there's some roles we could say that about a lot of roles yeah. that we still enjoy the movie. And now, know? now that so that you brought up that he was a producer, that answers all my questions yeah. of how he got the lead role in this. So. Yeah. But um, uh, less Chris Rock, more Samuel Jackson is what I wanted in this movie. I'll see, be honest. So uh, that's why I don't think he was trying to be comedic because then he would have had to compete with Samuel Jackson, who was doing comedic zingers. Yeah, I don't. That's what I, like, I don't think Chris Rock. None of that. I don't think any of the stuff he was being serious about was was meant to be zingers. And I'm not trying to show my cards here, but uh, this movie didn't do it for me. Like I get it. There, look, there's some classic torture scenes, mm. but it seemed like I was just watching an episode of The Shield, but with torture, mm-hmm. and then. Throwing a little dash of Ferris Bueller's Day Off at the end, so and <laughs> and we'll get to the why I say that shit. All right. Oh, with a little dash of Ferris Bueller. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, hold on, so... I gotta take care of the baby. Meh, meh. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I so I guess that's just it. Like, I he he, I thought he did good for the focal point of the movie. Like, you know, they think he's a rat. He because he turned in a dirty cop. Which good on you. I mean, everyone like. Like everyone who watches this movie, think about how this whole year people were talking about cop, good cops need to turn turn in bad cops, or you makes you a bad cop. And then realize that like if you went and actually ever known a cop, and the cop pulled the thing that he did, they would get that treatment, and he would get shot. Plus, all the cops in there. If you close your eyes and think of like a veteran dirty cop, they they cast the perfect people because everybody in that oh, precinct, sleazy shit. they all look sleazy and sketchy <laughs> as a motherfucker. Yeah. And like before they're like, uh, you know, before you even know that like there's dirty cops out there, it's like, oh, that's probably a dirty cop. And that guy's, that's, that's probably a dirty that's cop. That's definitely a dirty yeah, cop. Yeah, I was like, this whole precinct's a bunch of fucking dirty cops. And I was like, all right, well, they, they cast the guys that look yeah. like those those guys in their 50s that they don't give a fuck. They'll plant a gun on somebody. I'll, uh, again, the shield. like you Well, know. the one dude shot somebody when he was still a patrolman. Yeah. He was still young. Yeah. <laughs> the guy got his fingers ripped off. Yeah. And then, oh, like, that's right. Because yeah, yeah. the guy flips like, him fuck off. Fuck you. And you're like, really? That gets where you shoot somebody? All you I'm had, saying is, you like, had an itchy trigger finger. <laughs> He's di- you had an itchy trigger finger. Oh, yeah, finger. sorry. You had an itchy trigger finger. <laughs> now, Siri says, bye bye. <laughs> you, you, um, you, I guess they really did do a good job of showing how, like, why there are cops that don't do that. 
where everyone was like bitching at good cops saying that them that them not training the bad cops makes them bad cops it's like well they turn in like two bad cops but there's like eight more yeah that he can't turn in at that moment because he doesn't have anything on them now he could potentially die and get, or you know or at least get injured like Chris Rock's character did because the cops don't trust him. So he it's like calls for backup and yeah, they go. Well, they just they fuck him. him. I'm just saying, <laughs> like, but that shit is reality. You talk to anybody that actually works law enforcement, that that, that shit is a thing. Like him saying it to the to the rookie, that's a code. That's it's truth. Yeah, you know. And as much as you might want to turn somebody in, if you do that and it's just one or two out of a whole clique of officers that have been involved, you're fucked. You, you have you have to find something where you can nail them all at once. Or you might end up dead. I honestly feel like I probably would have possibly enjoyed this movie more if it wasn't connected to the Saul franchise. Because it, it wanted to be Seven meets Saul, in a way. Yeah, kind of. I get that. And yeah, you know what? You didn't need to. I mean, like the only real connection is that they reference Jigsaw. He uses the spirals. He uses the pig costume. He made a fucking shitty puppet yeah oh, god damn it oh and how the puppet in the last video times out to samuel jackson's yeah thing oh uh, yeah but there, <laughs> that's it, it's all unnecessary but i guess they were like well we can't sell this movie unless it's connected to you know the song like, oh, they're just copying saw you yeah. know like if they no, if they'd have put this movie out it would have been like oh they're they're copying saw yeah instead of like oh they're connected to saw which would you have had what's that copying saw or connected to saw I don't know. Yeah. Why? Why do you have to it's do one or the other, dude? Well, you know you don't. You, you can, can watch it. It's clearly a Saw movie, dude. You can make a serial killer torture movie and not, not like say that. that's all. Not like that. Is, that. is that a thing in the contract? Like you can't do torture serial killer unless it's got you a can't Saul do reference. torture that way where it's talking about this is why this torture device is directly related to how you know something you did that was bad in the past. No, that is Saul, and will yeah. always be Saul. Like now, I will say <laughs> some of the tortures. The tongue one at the beginning it, was it fucking got, rough, it, dude. It got reactions out of me, which mm. is a there you go. Oh, what, 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 not even the torture. What about when he just like breaks the dude's leg and he God starts smacking it? I, I fucking knew you were going to bring that butt. shit up. Oh, a whack, whack, oh whack, whack. you mean where they show him break his bone and it's sticking out, and then he pours uh, whiskey on it. Oh, and, and then, then he takes the bottle, hitting the exposed bone. Yeah, did that bother me? Yeah, uh, yeah I don't ever need to see uh, no, that part again. They don't just show him. They don't just show like him hitting it. They actually like pan down and you see know, the bottle hit the bone that was sticking out of his leg, kind of like that. And see, that's what's so funny is I can watch a dude with hanging by his tongue. It get ripped out and it gets smashed. I can see all this shit and like that's all fucked up. But oh, there's a bone sticking out. Like that's my <laughs> that's my limit. Like these movies exposed. By the way, the tongue ripping out was the least painful out of all that if he'd have just done it. Yeah. Like him just jumping. Yeah. And your body weight would have ripped it out. It would have sucked, but compared to your fingertips getting ripped off, or what the fuck was the other one? Uh, uh the wax. The wax one. Wax was, and the f- we had either cut she- your spinal cord. Oh fuck me, yeah. dude. The wax one was oh. kind of, I, I have to say that was pretty unique. I actually was like, okay. That one's that one hadn't been done before, in yeah. the, but of course they did the. Uh, I was I, every time I saw a head thing, I thought they were bringing back that, but he had to like bite. He had to bite down in order to uh, make it spin. But like, so he fingers. had to keep bite down while he's trying not to scream with his fingers being ripped off. Yeah, so I'm saying the guy. The, if you look at the guy at the beginning compared to the rest of them, he was kind of a bitch because that dude was willing to get his fingers ripped off, but he stopped and screamed too much. They still got electrocuted. Yeah, but he. Well, had, I mean, all like, everybody. No, but nobody passes the test. They all fucking die. Which <laughs> yeah. yeah, like yeah, go all you have to do is cut your spinal cord and you're yeah. good to go. Yeah, like no. oh yeah, is that all? Is that it? All I got to do? I'm just saying. But, but like, this in comparison, is the problem is that this movie followed a pattern with that showing them get captured showing them wake up in there and then you get to 
All right, we're what at least fifteen minutes in. I'm gonna. I don't need to give spoilers. Oh, we're fine. You get your your next the partner, Chris Rock's partner, who they get a package. You notice that he had this tattoo. So there's the tattoo in the flesh, and they find him getting that his body's been skinned. Yeah. And they go, well, there's this tattoo. It's it's him. My partner's been murdered. No dental records. No rate. No no, no reason to do anything else. And I went, wow, it's funny that everybody else we saw get captured and then wake up before they were killed. And this time, this dude just gets skinned for no reason. Mm-hmm. So not as much of a shocker when. At the end, when Chris Rock makes it into the factory, who is the new copycat Jigsaw? His fucking partner. Well, the partner thing happened before the chief. Well, that's yeah, but that's what I'm saying. <clears throat> he, lost, he lost the partner first, and then then he lost his chief, and then what? I forget what. That's led the him thing to, because though. he lost his partner, and then they investigated because somebody in a pig mask stabbed a cop, and that was a diversion for the chief. And to then get everyone starts waxed. thinking that it is his dad. He's like, you were for your dad in the last 20 to 72 hours or blah, and, blah, and, blah. All right. All right. Yeah. This. <laughs> so his partner steals Chris Rock's phone and then texts his dad and says, hey, I figured something out. Meet me at the factory. And then blocks his dad and then puts his phone back in there. And like, that's how he said, like, what? Come on, man. That's I, I, I thought that was just stupid. I'm sorry. Okay, someone's ever bringing up your stupid has, has done in stuff that like, and I, I can't remember right off the bat, but there's done in stuff that you have said you've liked, and it's it's, 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 it's there's already so many negatives to a movie, then you you start adding when simple the flash, shit. When the flashback comes in, and he's just like, yeah, you didn't notice your phone was gone for five minutes. I'm like, really? Well, no, like, he he did because he gave him his phone to use. Yeah, but uh, you're not gonna know someone getting blocking your dad's number. You didn't mind trying to call. You didn't mind you didn't mind the reveal and better watch out. That was the same deal. Oh, I wrapped your phone and. Saran wrap, so it actually didn't get ruined. So I texted him. We're talking better. We're comparing no, better no, watch out. I'm talking about the same exact thing. Right. Not about the quality of the movie. The same exact tactic. Right. But the kid in Better Watch Out, literally his big murder was tying a dude to a chair oh, with yeah. a pan no, can. No, no. No. This motherfucker. I'm talking about took hours to attach guys' fingers to claws. All this. I'm, stuff. Talking, I'm talking about just the phone thing. All right. All right. You keep wanting to go into the movie. I'm talking about the <laughs> phone thing. Just the phone thing. I just thought it was kind of a weak setup to trick Samuel Jackson into the factory. Mm. So, and then uh, now, I now, how do you feel about the glass kill? You know, the guy that that Chris Rock's yeah. character added out. That was pretty. That was probably to me like the most gnarly one. Yeah, like I could imagine being strung up and just getting slung, broken bottles slung at me like that. Like that one seems, and that one seems a lot more like believable because there's no setup. It's you chain the guy up, you hit start, yeah. and then it goes. <laughs> oh, but it gives you that pause yeah. where it's like, all right, so um, get ready for the next uh, round of bottles. Oh, just yeah. enough, just enough to feel the pain. Yeah, and then oh god. But we come uh, to find out that the new jigsaw was the son. Oh, the guy with the glass was the guy that he turned in for being a crooked cop. By the way, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's that. And we find out that um, the guy, his Chris Rock's partner, that supposedly died but didn't. The new Jigsaw was the son of somebody that was murdered by this crooked cop, and so he's getting revenge on all the dirty cops. Which and is he's his recruiting, dad, which is the chief. Yeah, he's recruiting Chris Rock's because he ratted out on him. Like, oh, well, you're a good cop. Yeah, because you ratted. But there's this whole thing where <clears throat> Chris Rock's character, after seeing the kid the guy's dad murdered, sees the kid in the flashback and tells him, like, Shh, you know, mm-hmm. like, don't say anything, you know, and that's what made him pass the test. Yeah. So. 
Yeah, well, I, I think what made him pass the test is that he turned him in. Now, this is where it gets fucking. This is why I brought up the Ferris Bueller today. I got to bring this oh, up yeah, real yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah. Is that he's like he's like I don't understand, man. You 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 know why would you do this? You got a family, stuff like that. He's like, oh, about the family, and then it flashes back to a scene earlier in the movie when he's on the phone. And he's like, yeah, it's a it's a late night for me, and you see him with the laptop, and he hits the baby sound, and the baby mm-hmm. crying. He goes, oh, oh, sorry, the baby's up, and I was like, God damn. When initially, when that's you see just the Ferris scene, Bueller, man. When initially, when you I'm see so that scene, right you now. uh you uh. You, he says he's look. He's still working on the case. They shoot. They they angle it to where you see see him from the back of the computer working on the case, and that he and he he makes the comment like, "Oh, uh, we uh, bed weaning or whatever it is, like where you stop them sleeping with you, yeah, whatever that's called." Yeah. So the baby's crying. So you gotta let him cry for a little while. So you hit the baby sound on the so, computer. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, it. but that makes sense though, because like I said, the, they set it up. That was that was set up well because you make him see that look like you think he's working on the case and he's being a good rookie. And still working when he's at home, and, and then you realize he just hit play. Yeah, I'm just, to, I'm just saying. And, and the first time that a computer's been used to trick somebody on the phone since Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I mean, like, I don't, I don't think that's true. <laughs> no, I, I just, think, I just cracked I up during that scene true. when it flashes <laughs> yeah. back. He's like, "Oh, the baby's up, hit yeah, baby yeah. sound." Yeah. <laughs> um, but, that, but I think that was a. I think some of the stuff that was stronger to me than the phone because that makes sense. Like, if you when he calls, is like. What are you doing up? I was like, oh, that one didn't upset me. I just, I just got, I just started laughing. I was like, Ferris Bueller, yes. Um, so that was good. But then he, he that would like he, he gives him a choice because obviously there is Samuel Jackson who is hanging up, mm-hmm. and he's like, all right, I'm gonna give you a gun. It's got one bullet. You can shoot me, or you can shoot the target that released your dad. And of course, he's got uh, these tubes training out. He's, you know, Samuel Jackson's blood. And he's like, mm, you might want to hurry because motherfucker's mm-hmm. got like three minutes before mm-hmm. he's. Uh, He's dead. Mm-hmm. So Chris Rock, after five minutes of just in pain making that decision, fucking brings his dad down. And, of course, the SWAT team shows up. And you can you, you go into this, man. Oh. There's a whole puppet theme that happened throughout the movie. Oh, yeah. Well, he was t- he was strung up when he was getting bled out. <laughs> he was above the jars. Tubes coming out of him, bleeding in, you know, gravity fed. You know, what's, yeah. that, what's that called? Uh, when you When you bleed somebody out. There's a word for it. I don't know. Just bleed him out. Oh God! I don't know. Our listeners will tell us. So. Yeah, someone needs to. <laughs> co-host is useless. No, um, fuck. What's it called? Bloodletting. All right, bloodletting. I believe you. And um, <laughs> see what I deal with. Uh, and then you know he shot the spiral and he dropped and he went to go save his dad. Meanwhile, fucking hand uh, handmaid's tail dude runs into the elevator to get away. Fucking SWAT's coming in. But he he saw when he went in there, he hooked a chain across the door. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, we knew. I was that. like, all right, that's something. Yeah. And then they're trying to cut through the door, <laughs> the SWAT team, and they and like, but if they cut through the cable, and Samuel Jackson been, been been bleeding out so long, he can't like scream. He's like weak, and like he's telling him to stop. He Don't fucking barely, do it. He can get a, barely a motherfucker out of yeah, him. Yeah, he couldn't get couldn't get a motherfucker out of him at <laughs> it's all. It's a motherfucker. Was, yeah. I'm was, so uh, weak, motherfucker. My snakes. Mother, my my <laughs> plane. Um, so he, they cut the cable, they break down the door. Meanwhile, when the cable gets cut, Samuel Jackson gets lifted back up. But this time it mimics the fucking last video we got of the pig puppet where the pig reaches his, pulls out the his gun. arm and he's got a gun attached to it and it aims it at the, at the camera. So it's like he's shooting the cops that are watching it. And Samuel Jackson has a shotgun attached to his hand. And he's too weak to say, hey, I'm Samuel Jackson, yeah, former yeah. chief of police, don't shoot don't me shoot or me. try to recognize me. So they reach, he reaches <laughs> up with a shotgun, and they can't see because the light's cut off too. Yeah. So it's all dark. And he's like, drop the weapon, drop the weapon. Again, they couldn't see that he was suspended. 
Do you know how many cops are murdered by marionettes every year? I mean, oh, so. God. It's terrible. <laughs> oh, uh, they might somebody, they might have a little itchy trigger finger because they yeah. literally like he. You can tell he's unwilling, and yes, he does raise his arm up, but there's also cords doing all that, and they're like, he's got a gun. And you're like, nah. Mm, and somebody had a traumatic marionette experience, <laughs> and they just they, they, you know how it just takes one to pull the trigger, and then everybody's Nobody like, all right, trigger. keep going, guys. Yeah, exactly. Oh, he shot a cool woo, and uh, so yeah. Then I shoot down Samuel Jackson, and then there's a really overdramatic Chris Rock. No, and he just fucking as he goes sees in. you know the you know the Not copycat jigsaw yeah. get into the esca- the the service uh, elevator that apparently no other none of the cops are all on that one floor because he looks at him and he does the shh and he you know, goes and then goes to black. But I'm just like well, that was supposed to. When the cops well, that was to, be in the that entire was, building, that was another. Flashback. Yeah. Shh, yeah. Yeah. Shh, shh, yeah. Shh. So you but, get it because he did it. But it treats yeah. it like, yeah, he got away. But I'm like, aren't there cops around the building? But well, I guess we'll not worry no, about it. No, they all that. just ran inside. And I, I literally went through the credits going, okay, we're going to see like a little extra scene of like him in a SWAT uniform or something walk out. No, mm-hmm. no, they just go, no, he got out. Yeah. 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 It's all right. So, all right, I'm done with this. I'm done with it. Uh, so this did not pass the chopping block for me. It, I will tell um, you my favorite part real quick, and it's just it's just a set design. It's my favorite part of the movie. Literally, there's a scene where there's this giant the uh, the cold case uh, room that's mm-hmm. like got a safe, and it's got this big safe door, and the company is Jules Vincent. Nice shout out to fucking Pulp Fiction. There you go. That's oh, my favorite yeah. thing. Yeah, literally the the yeah, safe says Jules that. Vincent. I was like, I that. that's cool. That's the only thing I like about this. <laughs> go on. <laughs> I had no idea. About that, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't notice it. Um, no, it, it didn't pass Shocking Block, and it, it's not that I don't. I didn't fully hate the movie. It's just this would have been a good time for them to actually, since it was not Jigsaw and it was separate, and they left it open for a sequel. Clearly, to actually do so, do it decent. Yeah, like they 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 were able to be separated enough where okay, we're not just chugging out fucking Jigsaw sequels. Like this is technically a reboot at least there's no connection the problem you were saying with the later in the series saw movies is that you have all these quote quote you know descendants of jigsaw that continue his work at least with this this is fresh dude is like oh wow i got motivated by this and not like i saw him one time in the hospital he gave me a folder and now i kill people like at least you don't have that yeah because that's where we went with the later movies so i'm saying we had a chance to at least do it, I don't care if it was just I want scare. I want to scare the the police force because the first time you see it, oh shit, somebody's a copycat, and it's you know he has such a history of how many motherfuckers he killed that mm-hmm. yeah, right there, that's just a big distraction. Exactly. I'll give you that. And I, they didn't do that, so like I feel like they didn't execute it well enough to make make it work for like going and down the, the road having a franchise. The reveal is just fucking. I mean, like he got into the police academy, he did all this shit, and he set it up to specifically be partners. And it's it's like a lot of how did you he had to do all these steps to get He to just be says, "Did Chris you know how much partner. work I had to do?" Exactly. That's I all know. He says. But I'm just saying it's that's, that's a lot of shit. Yeah. So, now it this movie could have <clears throat> it could have been a lot cleaner, could have been crisper. I do agree there could have been someone better chosen for the level that would have was needed for that the weight that the Chris Rock's character Zeke had to deal with. That's the thing. <clears throat> I think that really Chris Rock failed at was like going as low. I just and think he was believable. Looking as looking uh, like all that was actually weighing him down. Yeah. Like the only thing he got from him was crazy eyes after he lost 
his partner and his chief the same day. Like when he walks out of the cold case room where she had the wax, he just like gets bug eyed. And I'm like, that's it? Yeah. That's it? Like, honestly, Samuel Jackson should have had his role. Because no, I don't want to see Samuel Jackson in that role either. I, but you would have gotten the fuck you eyes. When he came out of the room, you would have gotten the fuck you eyes. Yeah, at but least. I, that doesn't mean it would have been good for the movie. I'm just saying, if I would, I would I'd, I'd, that's who I'd put in. If a quick, uh, hey, Chris Rock is sick, so Samuel Jackson, you take over the role, so it'll be a no, little, it, I'll get it, some more motherfuckers. It could have been better. It could have been better casted for the main character. Uh, they, I don't know. I feel like there could have been a little better execution. I just don't see any need to ever watch it again. And, I, that, and that's where I'm at. Like, I watched yeah. it once. Cool. Um, I, I don't see is, the need to rewatch it. Is it better than, again, like Saw 5, 6, blah, whatever? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, equal to, it's like equal much. to 3 to me. Like That's it's what a, I was saying. It's a less smelly dog poo, now, all right? For those of you that like 3, uh, okay, uh, or that love 3, okay. I mean, there's probably listeners that love the whole franchise, which uh, send an email, let us know why. Um, if you want gore porn, there's tons of Japanese stuff I can recommend to you. Seriously. <laughs> better directed, better shot, better acted. Yeah, seriously. We're... Yeah. <laughs> We're actually getting uh, after uh, after this episode's released the week next week. We'll actually be releasing an episode on the Godfather of Gore. That's real gore and done well. Exactly. So just yeah. Just, yeah. Anyway, so uh, you, so it failed for you, right? Yeah, I, I don't you need to pass. see it ever again. Yeah. <laughs> Did not pass chopping block. We uh, it it we decided to this movie was so bad. We took time to make an elaborate trap, filmed a video of the two of us telling it what it did wrong, and then it has a choice to try to go back and re-edit it to make it better. Kill like, yourself in like four seconds. Kill yourself, and then it does <laughs> killing yourself. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sorry. Hey Siri, kill, kill yourself. yourself. <laughs> so I wonder if this is just gonna fuck with people as they're listening to it. If anybody has an iPhone, I didn't think about that as I keep saying Siri. <laughs> oh, that's the problem with that too, right? Yeah. There you go. Siri, buy a spiral. <laughs> Dick. So all right, that that that's our that we're gonna wrap it up on spiral. I don't want to waste any more time on this. Uh, so let us know what you think. Uh, lowdownbrown.gygmail.com. Give us your feedback, whether you liked it, why you liked it. If you did think it's rewatchable or you're going to add it to your collection, we'd really like to know. And as always, go to gypodcast.com. Check out all the other shows on the network. Uh, check out all our sponsors, the links to amazon.com. You click on the link, you shop through it like normal. We just get a little kickback. And then T Public is where all our merch is for all the shows. And like I said, we got tons of uh, we got a bunch of shows on GUIPodcast.com under the network. It's something for everybody. And until we talk to you again, stay safe. Amy Bogard. And I'm Mike the Hobbit. And we are the hosts of Deeply Upsetting, where we use our expertise to answer your most upsetting hypothetical quandaries, such as what non-wigan animal deserves wings? And what body part deserves a secret mouth? Which cryptid is the worst roommate? These questions and more that plague you will be answered on Deeply Upsetting, available anywhere you get your podcasts and at GUIPodcast.com. Hey guys, Scotty Big Daddy Preston here, that's right, the Geek Father, asking you to join me here every other week with friends and family of the GUI Network 
as we go through all the trials and tribulations of being a geeky parent. So remember, join us or cry. In a world ravaged by movie studios that keep rehashing the same things, only one podcaster has the guts to make it even worse. Join Mike the Hobbit as he traverses the internet to bring you some of the best and worst ideas for reboots, remakes, and reimaginings of some of your favorite and least favorite TV and film properties. Ideas like a John Waters He-Man movie, Fantastic Four the Musical, and Aliens, done entirely with marionettes. What podcast would bring this evil upon the world? This is Smack My Pitch Up. Available anywhere you get your podcasts. <laughs>